0: Hello, once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, a shout out to our uh, typical sponsors that help us, have been helping us bring this show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza in Lakewood, Ohio. Uh, One day, At some point, we will get back to having live AIW shows in the Cleveland, Ohio area, and we'll have Angelo's Pizza for you. But until then, you can still enjoy Angelo's by getting pickup or delivery or dining in socially distant and safe at Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Uh, thanks to uh, – we'll thank everybody. Thanks to Thrift Store Jobber. Thanks to Voodoo Monkey Tattoo. Anybody who's ever given us money, let's just go with that. Uh, go, go down the line, man. Ebtide, Ebtide, Ebtide. Treatment Center. Tide baby. <laughs> uh, uh, what a what, what, – uh, well, uh, thrift store jobbers who worldwide used to do the phone calls for, I was thinking he had, he did, email, uh, voicemails for somebody else, but that was thrift store job. All,
1: all our, listeners in the Portland, Oregon area at tide, I'm sure they could help you
0: out eventually down the road. <laughs> yeah. Good for, good for Oregon. Uh, you know what else we got smart mark video of course and independent wrestling uh, dot tv that great merger one makes time, it w- easier yeah one time i
1: can't think uh oh, the pleasure chest the pleasure chest back in the day jack of all trios weekend drew cordero secured us a uh, an adult shop sponsorship the pleasure chest uh, oh. was, <laughs> an, was an official outlet of A W. they gave us money once at one point coors light beer thank you uh for your support in 2007
0: yeah, Melt Melt gave us t-shirts through our wrestling is forever. Of course, Pollyanna DIY. as uh, so that do we get just about Everyone. I, I think, mean, I'm maybe? sure
1: there. I'm. I'm sure there's some other ones. But yeah. I mean,
0: let's. Sorry, we we'll missed. let keep you. it. Smart <laughs> keep Mark. It Smart Mark Video and Independent Wrestling TV. Watching AIW has never been easier. You can purchase DVDs and MP4s through SmartMarkVideo.com or sign up to IWTv using the code Absolute. Get yourself a five d five day free trial. Watch uh, a revolving AIW archive as well as plenty of other independent wrestling promotions. And, uh, of course, right now, The the Masked Wrestler, their big uh, breakout show happening on Wednesdays with uh, Mr. Brickster of the Rip City Shooters sitting oh. on there as a Spent as some a, time a, with Brickster a, a in, the, in, the, in the September
1: September to uh, early October.
0: Yeah. And, uh, of course, Trey Lamar, AIW's own, was just recently... Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I didn't watch all the episodes yet.
1: What's his well, name? Like,
0: I, What was his name? The, the Great Blue Deenie or something? The blue, like the, the blue Ski. Oh, I thought, uh, wasn't that a Kool-Aid flavor, the Great Blue Deenie? Yeah, that was, I think, yeah. he was uh, the, the Blue Ski or something, I don't know. What's that mean? I have no idea. He should have went with the Great Blue Deenie. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so check it out. I'm sure, I'm sure out. they let that trademark lapse. Absolutely. Uh, Five-day free trial, use the code ABSOLUTE on IW tv uh we get into this week's episode it's gonna be a hodgepodge of sorts aiw owner john thorn here as always and my name is steve guyer moderator of sorts and uh there'll be plenty of things that we we chat about in here uh i think first let's let's lead off uh with this john um eddie so eddie kingston main evented uh full gear from AEW last night not gonna gonna try to did he uh, ever have some full gear on (laughs) that was a tribute to Masawa did you know that (laughs) I did I did I did (laughs) but he
1: was he 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 swerved me though I said you know he came out with b-ball short actual gear (laughs) yeah I did not know what to think about this
0: (laughs) it was a combination of them the shorts the shorts may have been a part of the loss I don't know but uh You know, the one thing that he did do when he came out is he was wearing a Tracy Smothers t-shirt. And if you follow professional wrestling, independent wrestling uh, at all, you know that uh, our great friend here from AIW, Tracy Smothers, recently passed away. And that was an awesome tribute. And I also appreciated that it opened the door for the commentators to be able to talk about Tracy as well, because two different... uh, experiences you know it it really summed up all of tracy's career because he had jim Ross and uh shivani sitting there talking about the tracy smothers that they knew from way back when and then we had excalibur uh you know paying homage to really our 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 generation who who knew tracy smothers in terms of what he brought to the independent scene and and uh just being an amazing influence on so many people. So I thought that was really cool. And I was happy to, to hear them talk about him. Yeah. Uh, man, the Tracy Smothers thing, It,
1: <clears throat> I know that we were going to do a podcast about this last week and it just wasn't happening, but uh, <clears throat> it's probably better because <laughs> that stuff, I didn't think that was going to hit me as hard as it did. And it definitely hit me real hard. And, uh, you know, you start thinking about, I've been, you know, I've been seeing Tracy Smothers come to Cleveland, Ohio since like 1998, you know, mm-hmm. and he's always been a constant throughout all the years and the different kind of eras of uh wrestling in the Cleveland area. So, it was it, it was real I, I don't know, like it was real shocking to see, <laughs> especially, you know, I I know that he's been sick and uh, you know, you know keeping up with it on Facebook and he had posted just a few hours before the news came out that he passed away and uh i don't know it shocked me you know i got a text from jock sampson and he's like hey can you call me and jock sampson infamous phone call guy <clears throat> jock sampson infamous text about wanting to have a phone call guy and <laughs> you know I, it's it, it was like uh in the late morning and i was at work and i was like hey you know (laughs) i'm working right now i I really can't talk and he said well i'm sure you saw that tracy tracy passed away you know i i don't think the family wants the the word out and i said what tracy who tracy smothers and he was just that's how i found out and uh i was shocked you know and you know I, I thought if not a lot of people knew you know i i i went into our group chat and i i said something in there and then i texted mm-hmm. uh, little guido and uh i broke the news to little guido which was super weird to do you know yeah. and um yeah it's just uh it's it's crazy you know it's just uh it's it's shocking and it just makes you think about I don't know, like, <laughs> uh, it's kind of, like, relevant to what's going on in, you know, the world with the election and all this other stuff. But, like, it, it's really crazy because, you know, uh, if you look at the last time we booked him, <coughs> I still got this fucking cough that's been, I've had for, like, two months. Um, It's like when Meltzer had that cough for three years. But, uh, so, you know, if, if you look, the last time we booked him... You know, Tracy says something he shouldn't, and yeah, we get a lot of backlash from that instantly from some people that were there, and, um, you know, obviously a lot of the fans knew that it was not, uh, did not come with any malice, mm-hmm. but, you know, it had happened a few other times over the years, and, uh, you know, that I thought, you know, that, that, ends up being I'm 99% certain the last time the majority of us, including me ever saw Tracy smothers. And it's just like, you think about like you think about how that's, I guess, internet culture of not understanding his mistake was like, uh, you know, we probably can't book Tracy again for a while. And, uh, I don't know, that that has also kind of weighed on me a lot, you know? Because it's just like, we were able to... Tracy was so apologetic after that. He was, yeah. And, you know, we ended up having a couple beers. And, you know, a lot of that night is actually, you know, we filmed some of that, drinking some beers with Tracy at at the Goldhorn Brewery. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I just think about that, and it's just like, man, like, you know, it really sucks... (laughs) that we had to make that decision to not bring him back again anytime soon because of that and because people were so un not understanding about what he was doing. And look, look I get you can't say what he says. I think everybody agrees with that. However, yeah. the guy is just from a different time and –
0: well, uh. let, let, me, let me expand on this a little bit because it, I am um, obviously much more recently uh, have, having been uh, on the outside looking in and then brought in than you who have been a part of this for 20-something years. And I think what people don't understand or know about Tracy and nobody really brought up the fact that he was wearing the rebel flag. After he passed, and there's tribute videos and things. But part of why Tracy wore that, and it wasn't necessarily like a belief in what that stood for, but he comes from this old school. Uh, heel thing, and that's dressing as a character, right? What's going to get you instantly heat when you're a guy traveling up to the north? You wear a rebel flag. You're the dirty southern scoundrel that immediately now everybody hates. That was his objective and in the 70s and 80s, man, that worked. And even in the 90s, that worked. It worked in the early 2000s. Yeah, and so what I think people don't know and what people don't realize about Tracy is that um he's I, I always say people don't know you don't know what you don't know right and and tracy outside of wrestling is a guy who didn't do much i mean he went to his his shoot job he had a shoot job I every mean, now and then sandy's pizza give him give him some love sandy's yeah yeah pizza. but you know what i mean like he was he would be at home and hang out with his friends and family and oh by the way if you question it his friends especially his friends in wrestling are from every walk on of life uh, in terms of race sexual orientation all of that and you know I say you, you don't know what you, you don't know what you don't know obviously as we've talked about many times thing, times have changed things have been different and you understand how words and things impact people and he said a word that he should not have and he had you alluded to it you said he had said it previously but he's a guy that's just would go to wrestling shows and then kind of he went did. about his life he wasn't he wasn't necessarily up to date on pop culture i guess is, is where i'm going with this and that's and, and that's that's uh, and i
1: see where you're going and i just want to add you know you said he had a shoot job or whatever but i would say for the greater part of 30 plus years he was just lived on the road yeah you know he just did wrestling yep and this is what he did and he was sticking to what he did and what he did was working and nobody was booking Tracy for representing the rebel flag people were booking Tracy because at one time especially in the late 90s he was the hardest working man i mean if you yeah. think about this guy has this guy <laughs> has been booked solid even you know up until he got sick he was booked solid mm-hmm. and you know we all know that he was not uh working at the caliber in which he was known for in the late 90s and early 2000s but he was booked solid because he built these relationships and built these friendships and was such a, a good guy behind the curtain you know and uh, i i just it just really <laughs> kind of bothered me when you know i was really thinking about that and i was just thinking like man what like a uh, What a sour way for him to exit AIW, you know, now forever, but on the flip side of that, which, you know, people don't know. And I, I know I'm pretty sure that I put like a vlog of it on Patreon, you know, we sat and we had beers and we filmed some of it and we were able to, to laugh about it because, you know, he was so apologetic and it's just like, Tracy, you know, I'm not mad at you. I understand. I understand. But what bothered me is not everybody understands, and not everybody was willing to give him... Or try to understand. Right. And it was just so, you know, people were just so quick to judge and jury and execute him and, you know, execute me for... Like, I'll never forget, like, people thought that that was written on the sheet... And it was like my mastermind plan for him to go out there and do that. And it's just like so ridiculous. And, you know, that's kind of what I thought (laughs) over the last week or two is just like, and this isn't like an indictment of fans, you know, not all fans, but some fans. Like it it was just so, I don't know, like it it, it just bothers. It just bothered me because, you know, now I look back on that and that's that ends up being. Why that's the last time I see Tracy Smothers, because I'm concerned about the backlash and how people took things. And yeah, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just a really unfortunate kind of sequence of events. And you know, now he, he's gone, and I'm I'm never gonna see him again.
0: Well, and and where I wanted to get to with that, um, in terms of pulling back the curtain is. Is for those people to understand the actual man that Tracy Smothers was. So there's a word, you know, there's a guy who he doesn't know that he can't say certain things or do certain things until you tell him because he's not keeping up to date with what's going on. And you can say for whatever reason, maybe he should this or that or whatever, but also you got to learn from somebody and you got to learn from somewhere. So he's worked countless wrestling shows. And at no point in time has anybody corrected him on this. And Tracy is the kind of guy where, when you tell him he's well, going to be I, apologetic, I will, like he was, I, I will cut you off. Cause he was told when it's happened before,
1: but okay, let's, let's, let's be real. Like this guy, you know, like, he's he's a wrestler. He's been wrestling for, you know, almost 40 years. You know, yeah. he's not going to – and it's not like – listen, like, he he's not wrestling things that are as and, – and I think something similar also happened when he did GCW, but he's not wrestling, like, on these very kind of uh, watched or followed promotions. You know, he's doing sure. everything. You know, he's doing everything from – things that aren't on smart Mark video to things that aren't even recorded, you know, mm-hmm. like he's doing it all. You know, he's hitting every show he's wrestling at flea markets and parking lots and arenas and hotel ballrooms. Like he's everywhere. So, uh, you know, while, you know, he has been told also, you know, he might go down and wrestle somewhere in the South and he gets a big pop when he says stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there, or there are, he, yeah, there are he different people saying it. Yeah. There are differences in in cultures and uh, just where shows happen. And, you know, I think that is blatantly obvious based on how this election is when it's pretty apparent that there are differing, um, you know, the the, country is pretty divided on a lot of things. So I think that uh, Tracy, you know, while he was told, you know, before, you know, the the previous incident probably happened two years before before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um you know, he was not the most uh, you know, the most on it guy in the in his, you know, later years, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, he just said it in the heat of the moment because that's you know, for twenty five plus years that that worked for either uh and I think that he thought that it was going to get a baby face reaction when he did say it. Um, yeah, I think so. And then he immediately, going back to it, he, he immediately knew. knew. He knew. He knew. And, yeah. you know, it sounds bad to say that we had a laugh about it, but we weren't laughing about the word and what it means. It was the mistake and, yeah. you know, how apologetic it was. And it wasn't like, I, you know, I wasn't going to yell at him and say, you know, like, Tracy Smothers is the worst person, you know, walking the earth. And... uh I don't know. I just think, like, for whatever reason, that it just it just really bothered me that that's you know the final, and I I'm pretty sure it was you know we had it edited off the DVD like that at least that or the audio was dropped or something. But you know, <laughs> yeah. nothing Robles isn't used to doing when Tracy Smothers is around. But uh, I just think that uh, it was uh, an unfortunate thing that you know now for all of us in AIW. It was you know the last kind of experiences we got to have with them and yeah. um you know it's just it's 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 crazy it's sad and it, you know if you knew tracy smothers on any sort of real level you would know that he is a great guy and um to where you were going with that like it really blew my mind about how amazing wrestling is and you know we we've brought this up before but you know how in the real world people can't seem to find any common ground anywhere but in a wrestling locker room there's a lot of common ground between a lot of different types of people Mm -hmm. and you know i'm scrolling social media and you know you see you know uh black wrestlers and latino wrestlers and asian wrestlers and you know men and female and various sexual orientations, and they're all posting pictures with this guy in a Rebel Flag t-shirt. And I was just like, this is just, this is crazy, you know, because this really shows the picture about how accepting he was of everybody and how friendly and just so giving to wrestling he was. I mean, if you think about, you probably can't even put a number on the amount of people that he has positively influenced in wrestling throughout his entire years, whether it was in the nineties to the independence to, you know, as recently as, you know, this year he took so much time always, you know, he was always a guy, you know, this guy has been wrestling, you know, almost 40 years. (laughs) He was always a guy that would watch the show and watch, you know, if he's on the second half, he's watching the whole first half to see how the crowd is and to give people feedback. And he didn't care if you're black, white, brown, whatever, male, female, he would tell you, Hey, that looked good. Hey, do this. Hey, how about this? And, um, you know, like even PB smooth, you know, I talked to him about it and he was like, man, you know, like I was kind of like really, not sure about Tracy Smothers cuz you know he's walking in with a rebel flag and yeah <laughs> um you know he's got it on his shirt and he's got the flag and um you know and he's like then he just comes over and starts giving me feedback and putting me over and saying all this great stuff to me and he was like it really was like a mind fuck but i was just like you know i i know what that flag means i just don't think it meant meant that to Tracy Smothers. As crazy as that sounds and as, you know, as ununderstanding as people will probably think that statement is, like, he just did not care, he did not care about any of that, and he treated everybody great, honestly, you know, like, and that showed by, if you looked at social media over the last two weeks, how many people were saying great things about this guy, and (laughs) it's amazing because it's every level. It's you know, world champions to guys you never heard of and will never hear of, you know, it's, and girls, it's, it, Tracy hit the, hit the whole spectrum. And I think it goes back to, you know, like I said, he's wrestling in arenas, he's wrestling in parking lots at flea markets, you know, everything in between and no matter what, good, bad, whatever, he would take the time to befriend people and try to help them and give advice. And, uh, You know, I'll never forget. I don't know which Absolution it was, but (laughs) we did a eye pay per view. It was at Turner's Hall era, uh, maybe like Absolution eight or nine. Tracy's mother was on the show, and he just you know uh, gives this impromptu locker room speech, (laughs) like we're going on real pay per view, and he's like, "We're (laughs) on pay per view tonight, guys. You got to get out there and you got to lay it in." and You know, you guys do all these spectacular moonsaults, you know, don't steal all my shit, you know, save some of that for me. But uh, (laughs) we're on pay-per-view tonight, and, you know, when the cameras are on and we're live and we're broadcasting, you don't know how many people are going to watch this. He's like, you got to get out there and you got to give them a show. You know, you can't make AIW look bad. You can't make yourself look bad. And he always just wanted everybody in wrestling to succeed. If it was up to him, everybody would have a a million-dollar contract and, you know— uh, he just, I don't know. He's just, you're never going to see probably a guy like him again, that has hit the scene as much as he did and was never in a bad mood, never crabby, never like, Hey, not today. I'm not in a, I'm not in the mood today. <laughs> you know, he was always just, I don't know. It, like he's a one of a kind guy and I really just, uh, I'm going to miss him.
0: Yeah. He's, um, I mean easily gonna be missed. I mean paid attention to everybody and everything, complimentary to everybody. Like I'm I'm nothing on the grand scheme of things, but would come over to me and be like, Hey, you're really good at the the ring announcing. You know what I mean? Like, all right, thanks, Tracy. Like I'm I'm saying names, but I, I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate it. And it's like you've just paid attention to every every single thing. You know, you talk about social media and different people and uh I um I just want to point out for the sake of it, like, Nyla Rose, openly trans wrestler on AEW, and she's posting about the kindness that Tracy Smothers regularly showed her and, I guess, helped out on situations where it was in need, you know, and Tracy looked out for her. Like, that's that's who he was tracy honestly i know the character and the gimmick it was always a joke about how he's gonna come out in the crowd and beat everybody's ass or and, and murder mega people. ultra <laughs> mega mass homicide yeah but the the man behind that couldn't be any more uh opposite in terms of what he thought of people. everybody yeah.
1: yeah i mean he's just the the greatest and you know i know that probably in one of the very early podcasts Chandler told this story, but it was uh, why, you know, Chandler just loved, like it was his favorite Tracy Smother story, at least up until a point. And uh, it was at a, you know, Tracy was a a, a regular for Cleveland All-Pro all the time. And he locked his keys in his car by accident. And, you know, JT had to go home to his family and everyone had to leave. And, uh, you know, he was waiting for AAA and, chandler said hey hey tracy you know he's like it's cold out it as the winter he said uh you know i'll wait with you you know and uh he you know him and tracy hung out for hours in his car while he waited and he said let's go up to the store kid and he went to the store and you know he wanted to get snacks or something to drink and uh, he came out with a bag of doritos and he threw it at chandler he said there you go start eating healthy man and uh <laughs> I don't know. Chandler just loved that story, and uh, he told it all the time. And that's just one of those like that's the thing that another like Tracy was so quick witted and had such like this weird dry humor about him too. Yeah, and uh, you know uh, Chandler just loved that story, and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's crazy. I mean, it's just uh, I I just could could not believe when that news was confirmed and it was real and uh yeah it was
0: you know it's it's you know we knew he was getting sick but it, it's um it, it's you, know, one of those you always hope you always hope exactly for the best. exactly and knowing just knowing the guy that he was and who he was you're like he's gonna you know he's gonna fight out of this it's, it's tracy smothers you know it's it,
1: and that's another he, thing. he's gonna too, be around you know, like i hate to harp on people but like a lot of people you know he was Whatever. He had his political beliefs, too, and he would post that on Facebook, and a lot of people wrote him off for that. And it's just like, at the end of the day, like, come on. Like, who cares what side of the fucking political spectrum people are on? Like, they're people. And Tracy Smothers was a person, and he was a great person. And there was a lot of people that just, you know, told him to fuck off because, you know, he would have these, like, pro-Trump whatever, and that's just what he thought. Like... Who cares? Honestly, like now the guy is is gone and there's a good amount of people that hated him for his final months over his fucking Facebook post like your fucking crazy uncle would post on Facebook. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just it's just crazy to me that like maybe it's just because we know him and we know like what a good guy he is and maybe people don't. I don't know, but. I guess that's the point of this podcast is to maybe explain that like he was he was a good person and yeah uh,
0: I don't I think people don't realize um, how open minded he was you know as we talk about the if people not don't to talk real, about politics but like how polarizing yeah, they are yeah. yeah
1: like people don't realize that that does not define you as a per, as a your entire being it is not defined by a, a vote it's defined yeah. by what you do and how you impact people, and you know I don't give a shit who anybody voted for. I don't care who Tracy mothers voted for or was going to vote for he probably didn't get the vote to be perfectly honest with you, but yeah. um you know, like it's just like it's just crazy like everyone just needs to just like relax and tone tone it down because you know like like you we all thought tracys like there was not a moment. In time that I thought Tracy Smothers was not going to beat cancer, you know, mm-hmm. like there was not one instance where I was like, Man, he's not gonna do it. Because you know what? He was still out doing autograph signings and <laughs> you know, photo yeah. ops and going to conventions, and you know, his head was totally shaved and he was just still out there and uh, smiling, there was, by the way, yeah, and smiling, and yeah. uh, you know, like even his last post was like.
0: In the emergency room, you know, like, I I forget what it is. It was something about, like, puking my guts out or something. Yeah, it's puking up
1: bile, but, you know.
0: uh, LOL. (laughs) Like, it's great to be alive on this wacky
1: Wednesday, you know, or something like that. And it was just like, it's just, it would take you two fucking days to scroll and find that post at this point based on how often he's been tagged. But, uh, you know, it's just, that's just, the the guy would had to have known that he was on his way out, you know? And like, mm-hmm. he just, to the, to the very end was like, wacky Wednesday, let's go guys. Ha And, uh, I don't know, man, it's just such a, such a great guy, honestly. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. And it makes you think like, you know, these, a lot of these guys are getting up there. But what was shocking to me is I don't think any of us ever had any idea Or any way to guess on exactly how old Tracy Smothers was? It was the biggest (laughs) mystery, at least to me ever. He could have been he could have been forty five. He could have been sixty five. I would have had no idea, and I was kind of shocked that he was so young. To be perfectly honest, I think fifty
0: eight. You know, like here's a guy taking his teeth out and putting them back in. You usually, you know, uh, put that on a much older age. Yeah.
1: You know, not, not to do a Tracy's, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I could have guessed, I, I, like he could have been any age. Honestly, I would have accepted it. Yeah. I mean, he you think about when you see, when you see 58, you're just like, man, that's not that, that's not, that's not that old.
0: Yeah. And, and he, but you, you think about the life he lived in 58 years, man. Like he started wrestling so young. You know what, he started in what 1983
1: or 82, yeah. I think it it was probably, you know, I don't know what the math is on that, but probably right out of high school, you know, like I I would think, you know, or you know, right, uh, you you know, close, close to high school, like post high school. So he
0: would, he would have been, uh, Probably he probably started training at like nineteen or twenty, and then by so by the time like nineteen eighty three he's twenty one. So, I mean, you're talking about, I guess, for AIW perspective, right? You're you're looking at uh, Josh Bishop and Trey Lamar wrestling for nearly forty years. So, like,
1: I just looked. He's born in sixty two. You know. So yeah, yeah. That's I mean, and that is what he did for his entire life. You know, until the end. And I'm sure he had odd jobs and different, you know, things. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it says 1982. I I just looked it up. He started his career in 1982 after being trained by Steve Kern and Jerry Jarrett.
0: Yeah. it's crazy. So truly starting to train right out of high school. Right. Because, I mean, as we know, you're not getting your first match. <laughs> well, back in those days, it was a training. little different. But. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but you know, it still was some time twenty, but, uh, twenty, 20 one, You know, yeah. like it's 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 wild. I mean, that's uh, and the people. Uh, I feel like it just can't be said enough because again, even going back to full gear, listening to Jr. and Tony Schiavone comment about it, and even they were kind of like you know, way back then in Tracy's youth, he was a guy. Concerned about everybody else, looking out for everybody else, uh, making, uh, wanting everybody else to be great and make them look great. It's, it's that's why there are so many people from, uh, you know, Kevin well, Owens like, and Sami Zayn to Ricochet to PB Smooth, who love this. Yeah, and uh, I
1: think it was Monsoon Classic had a really good tweet about how you know, he was one of those last links really from the territories to, to, to modern indies. And, you know, he kind of was a bridge, you know, to that gap of differences and uh, evolution of, of what, you know, wrestling has become. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, you're, you're not going to see too many guys like that,
0: you know, anymore, if at all. Um, Ryan Nemeth, uh, and I've had a couple of conversations about him, but the one time we were talking about uh, wrestling in Cleveland in general, he's telling the story about how he thought that Tracy Smothers was just a Cleveland pro wrestler because he, was he always grew here. up watching him and going to shows and seeing him always here. And he thought that he lived in Cleveland and to him, he was a big star, but he was a big star from cleveland and then so ryan gets signed uh with WWE's down to fcw which comes to nxt and everything and it's a part of their homework assignment was to take because they wanted the uh the guys and gals down there to learn about everybody uh who was uh who had an impact on the business and they had to for an assignment look at someone who is huge in the florida territory and basically emulate them but do like a whole report about them and ryan was looking at the list and found tracy smothers and it blew his mind that tracy smothers was a florida territory wrestler and had this whole life that wasn't cleveland pro wrestling but that's well like (laughs) it speaks to about who he is
1: whenever tracy would be on aiw you know uh, that's really what like created the friendship between myself and aiw and dolph ziggler because he would always send me a message like what time smothers on tonight you know and he's like i'm in town what time smothers on and then he would you know he would show up to a show in like a lucha mask to watch tracy smothers wrestle. And then after a while he just said fuck it and he would just show up and <laughs> yeah. it but uh yeah it's just you know it's just it's crazy all the people that he has kind of um affected and impacted and like you know, I would read a book of just everybody's remembrances on social media, you know, because there were yeah. so many it was impossible to read every single one of them, but like everyone had these like great stories and um yeah, it's just it's it's sad it's it, it, it really is sad and like it it hit me pretty you know and uh, I will i'll I'll put you over, Steve. you put that video together, you know, and uh, man, that video. That that video got me. It it it, it did uh, it it did get some tears flowing the the, the first uh, two or three times I, I watched it because I watched it multiple times in a row, and man that uh, that was a that was a tear jerker, um, no doubt. Uh, that was uh, that and something something else got me and I can't you know I can't even recall what it was at this point. But two things like really kind of put me over, and uh, the video was definitely one of them.
0: It, it was um, – I mean, I'll tell you, making making, the video was uh, – it was bittersweet and fun because I got to go through our archives, and I didn't even get to go w- way back. You know, Ryan, again, we were talking about, and, and he had tweeted out about how his first match back in the independents hit- after getting fired from WWE was with Tracy Smothers, and Tracy I don't got – I don't know if I- <laughs> it might have been. I know that they, they definitely
1: did something. It was – yeah, he was like a last minute. I know that they definitely did
0: stuff in AIW. I don't know if it was the first one. It very well could have been. Ryan said it was his first match after being fired, and uh, well, that's and, funny then. And Tracy got Ryan's mother to scream and chant, "You got fired at her son," <laughs> and so you know, but uh, but I'm putting this thing together, and I it took me so long because I'm watching these. Tracy Smothers AIW matches through the years and whether it's Cabana or the match with Grado and, and the little girl yelling at Tracy that he sucks and Tracy <laughs> gonna run out after her. And it was just it's it was so it was so funny and so fun to watch. And uh and that I was just I laughed for hours watching all of it. And then uh it was not until I finally had everything clipped and I had that short little bit and there's I mean there's something about music and I just thought uh, Tom Petty has always been this sweet southern sound to me that I always loved and uh I don't know why but immediately when I thought about how what can I remember Tracy with what is a song that makes me think of him and I thought of that song Wildflowers and the moment I put that to the clips uh Man, I I uh, started tearing up as I'm watching this thing just happen, and and I just it uh, it sucks. It it sucks. It was it it was nice to be able to make that, but it was quickly then like a very um, you know, and I didn't know him as long as you did, obviously, and, and didn't get to spend as much time with him. But through my five plus years around AIW I've I've gotten the chance to and uh, it's just the moment uh, all that thrown together I watch it's like man that it it hit like yeah absolutely you know I'm not gonna these dance breaks aren't gonna happen anymore Uh, and you know even watching that when there's a match with he and Guido and or Nunzio, whatever you want to call him. But, you know, when, when those two are together and they do the dance break and we do kind of dances, but really just leaves Tracy to do it. And, man, that, and he gets on the map, the mat, and just starts doing the swimming move and rolls over. And the, the like. Oh, when you put that part and it's just like, let me go
1: to a place where I'm free or whatever the lyric of that song yeah. is. Oh, man, that, that got me.
0: Yeah. And I, same. And I, I, I just thought, like, but, but the, the words, the lyrics is like, uh, there was nothing, uh, it just summed it, it summed him up so well to me, um, and, and what everybody thought of him, it, but it's, it, it hurt. Yeah. It, you know, th- the moment I was together, but I, I want to do that for him and for guys like you who, um, you know loves love Tracy Smothers and and truly uh, appreciated the person that he was and i i appreciate you know as we look and see how many people shared that around it it brings joy to know that we all can agree on this one thing in one person you know and that,
1: and that's what's crazy is like really you, like you cannot put you can't really put uh um like uh a number on the people he impacted i remembered what the other yeah. thing that made me tear up was and it was when chandler's mom shared the mm. post from chandler's personal facebook account which uh, i did share it from the aw facebook yeah. but she went back and found that post from 2016 and it's just like man both of these guys are gone and yeah you know, like, not to bring it, you know, back to the politics or whatever, but it's like <laughs> one presidential term, two of these guys are gone. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It, it's it, it's crazy, and, you know, I don't—I I would think that the time frame of when Chandler got sick is right around the corner from when that photo was taken. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're both just so happy and laughing because, you know— Chandler had Gringo Loco buy all that Cub shit on the you know, from street <laughs> vendors or whatever. In Chicago, when the Cubs beat the Indians, like, instantly, that night, when they're celebrating in Chicago, like, Biggins was, like, text Gringo Loco and was like, hey, you gotta get me one of those fly-the-W flags and uh, get me a shirt, you know? Yeah, it's just, uh... Man, it is, uh... It's it's sad, you know, when you when you really think about that. And I was trying to figure out. uh, I was actually talking to Aaron Bauer a little bit about this. And you know, he's like, "Man, like uh, all these people are we know are dying." And uh, the the weird thing about being involved in wrestling, and uh, I don't think fans can appreciate this part, is when you're involved in it. It's like you have this crazy extended family. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so easy when you don't see somebody. You always hear like, oh, I didn't see this person for five or ten years. And like, you just pick right up where you left off. And it's this weird camaraderie or whatever you want to call it. But it's like you have this extended family. And you know, it's just so hard when somebody that is in that extended family does pass away and you know obviously some are harder than others and Mm -hmm. um you know tracy smothers is is a big one and then you know i it just gets me thinking like okay like chandler's gone jt is gone like it just makes you i don't know it's just it, it it gets very kind of morbid because it's like you know how often does somebody in your regular family die i mean it's you know, it, it happens, sure. And but like in wrestling, it's like a never ending supply of possible cousins or whatever, aunts and uncles that can pass away. And it is, I mean, it's 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 tough to kind of figure out how to deal with that. And everybody deals with it differently. And uh, you know, it's just man, it's just it, it's it's bums me out, and I'm getting kind of, you know, uh, you know, I'm 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 dealing with it. Um, but uh <laughs> yeah, when when Chandler's mom posted that, I was like, "Man, and like it has that timestamp on it and you don't you know, I don't think any of us have really even totally evaluated or uh, like you know, uh whatever, you know, processed Chandler dying." And like it's all a blur. I think to everybody in AIW. Yeah, I would agree. And when you look at 2016, like that seems like it was yesterday. You yeah. know, like literally yesterday. And like that photo was taken in November of 2016 or in November of 2020. And it is, it, it it's it, that photo could have been taken last weekend. You know, and yeah. It's just all such a blur and you know I don't want this to be like a bummer podcast, but um, you know it's it's it just it's 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 crazy when you like see like that those definitive you know those dates, you know mm-hmm. what I
0: mean Yeah, like on, on one hand, we've uh, just kind of kept going and and plugging away while obviously remembering him as everybody knows and we, we put the shows in his name and we continuously talk about him and maybe that's it because you know, we're never going to let go of Chandler Biggins that's just that's not going to happen and and we're going to continuously talk about him as if he's here if we want to because that's he's a huge part of, of what, uh, what we are and and you're right. It's like that makes it feel like it was still just yesterday. But it's that picture, November 2016 and and then just a few months later in March of uh 2017, Chandler gets sick. And it's you I mean yeah, it, it, it's crazy. I, I don't there's I don't know how to convey it in words. I don't, I don't. Yeah,
1: it's it, I mean it's really hard and, you know, I, I don't know if people that even listen to this podcast really fully grasp it uh but uh you know that has been what that has really been the bummer of the pandemic though is like you have time to sit and think you know and uh you know we were like we can get into this too but like you know we did the two shows and it's just like i feel like it, it was good for us to get it out of our system. You know what I mean? I feel like we were all getting antsy. We were all getting stir crazy. And, yeah. you know, we were able to do the two shows and, you know, uh, there are positives and negatives, obviously uh, coming out of them. And, uh, I, I do feel good that we were able to get that out of our systems, you know? And it's just like, because we were all going crazy. None of us were seeing each other. Um, and, you know, <laughs> we were going to do more, and we decided, hey, like, let's maybe just, you know, slow it down and let's chill out for a second uh, because mm-hmm. we were getting so – there's the Mr. Whiskers there. coming for the podcast. <laughs> but uh, we were getting so uh, – I don't know, like uh, so <sighs> – just like back in the you know back in the saddle again or whatever you want to call it you know it's just like September did good I, um, you know I obviously the the show at the collective did f- fairly well, mm-hmm. um, but you know then you know we come back and it's just like uh, again kind of going back to the you know the, the fan thing is like everyone was very kind of judgmental of everybody that participated in the collective and it's just like okay uh well not everybody you know people supported it and were you know uh, and yeah a lot of very, support they very very thankful of that but mm-hmm. you know it's just like everything else like in entertainment you gravitate towards those not supportive things you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh you start looking at that and then you start looking at the the data that's in the statistics in Ohio and it's just like okay like let's just let's just call it for the year like I yeah. called it for the year and I wasn't even nobody even knew that we had shows on the on the books it wasn't advertised but um you know we just had to we we had to call it for the year and you know I'm happy we did because it's like you know we we got to go get back on the pirate ship again for about a month there and now it's just like okay let's just calm down and and see what happens but uh we were we were definitely in full speed ahead mode there for a second
0: we, we we really were yeah we were ready to go we started contemplating all sorts of new and different things that we could potentially do on top of trying to figure out dates and and venue stuff and um you know i mean it, it's good it is good that we canceled it even when we did uh you know we thought about Well, hey, we're going to get into winter. Is this going to get worse? Hell on Earth traditionally is on Black Friday. Is it worth it? Is it really, truly safe if uh, people are gathering with their friends and family on Thanksgiving or out Mm -hmm. drinking Thanksgiving Eve, and then they come to Hell on Earth? And there were a lot – there's a lot of unknowns there, and and, and that's 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 before Ohio broke 5,000 in one day, by the way.
1: Right, and you know, that's the thing is like if we ran – Black Friday, which we were working towards, I definitely think that the sport would be there. I definitely think that the fans would be there. But what would you know? What would the the fallout be from that? You know, we don't know. You know, like I brought it up, you know, to the the quote unquote, you know, uh, AIW inner circle, not to infringe on any trademarks, but, um, <laughs> you know, like, hey, like here's some pros here's some cons and the big con is the thanks you know there's so much con so much controversy around thanksgiving just as a regular human you know like it's on all the news channels and you know and all the governor you know addresses you know in different states and it's just like i don't know you know (laughs) i was feeling a lot of stress coming out of the collective and um You know, obviously there were some positive cases floating around there and, you know, it seems like it has all worked out and everybody, you know, turned out fine. But, you know, it's just like, is it worth kind of doing, trying to do this show on holiday weekend? And I just thought that, (laughs) you know, uh that would just it would just put ammo in the gun for people to just criticize. So I just figured let's just let's just stop, you know, let's just call it for the call it for 2020. Let's see how things go over the next 2 months and, you know, we will reevaluate in January.
0: Yeah. And what we've got and, and we've still got that responsibility to people, to the people being in there to but I will say, a, a and you, show, know, this, you know,
1: obviously, we would have done safety precautions, hundred percent. But you know, uh, I do watch things and, and on IWTV, and there are shows that aren't like, you know, to be quite honest, are not uh, abiding by anything. And everyone's like, "This is the greatest." So you know, it's like just the the the, the contradictions and the hypocrisy is uh i don't know it, it really weighed on me about you know like i said the tracy smother stuff and now the uh, to do event to not do event stuff and it's just like let's just calm like let's just chill out let's hope everybody calms down let's hope this covid thing gets under control and you know in 2021 we can uh, get back to normal because if there's one thing I did realize when we did the show in September and, uh, October in Indianapolis is, uh, the, at AIW, uh, everyone genuinely enjoys being around each other and working hard and, yeah. you know, uh, the Matt Justice <coughs> for the brand, like let's, uh, like uh, that part, you know, was, uh, Like that was the great parts of doing those two shows was realizing that Um, because, you know, uh, there was points of this pandemic where it's just like, fuck it. Let's just shut it down. I don't know. You know, like you go through all these different dark emotions of just like, who cares? Nobody gives a shit anyway, you know, and it's just like (laughs) doing those shows and get like I said, getting it out of our systems or whatever you want to call it. Like it made me realize like we can't give up on this. We do have something special here. We just have to, uh, you know, we have to weigh it out when we do it. Like, and I have ze- absolutely zero regrets about doing both of those shows. Um, I think they're both very successful, they're both very needed. Uh, I do have, you know, regrets uh, that uh, just how things were received. They, they obviously were not well received by everybody, and mm-hmm. that is regrettable. And, I understand, you know, people have their opinions and and there's a lot of data out there and I'm not questioning that. But, like, everybody took proper precautions and, you know, they realized what they were getting themselves into. And from what it appears, everybody, whether they were sick or not, has, has recovered. And I think that is the story that needs to be told about... You know, you, you don't hear that part of the story, and it's just you hear a lot of the negative stuff, but, you know, and God forbid it didn't turn out happy for everybody, you know, but yeah. it seems like it did. And, you know, really, that's why I didn't even want a podcast, because, you know, a, a guy like Stacy Stacy Silvers, who is a uh, diehard AIW fan, you know, mm-hmm. I was terrified, I, like I was terrified. I was worried sick about this guy for three weeks. I checked on him like every single day and, and he's going to be okay. And you know, there, there were really no other, at least to our knowledge, um, really like yeah, positives in our camp or whatever you want to call it. But like Stacy Silvers was like, I'm positive on Facebook. And I was like, Pfft, like that was terrifying. I think for all of us and, um, you know, he's going to be okay, it sounds like. And now that I know that he's going to be okay, I feel a little less kind of stressed and, you know, I don't know. Like, okay, like, as long as everything starts turning the turning the corner, a w will make an effort in early 2021 to come back as long as we're allowed to. But, like, there was, like, a minute there where I was like, fuck it, we are done for months, you know, like – um, and I don't want to put that blame on Stacy, but like, that's just like, you know, it's just like, uh, I felt that response, like, I felt responsible for that, even though, you know, he came and it was his choice. It was just like, you know, this guy came, traveled to support us. He got, he, he caught COVID. Like, fuck, you know, like, what are we, you know, this sucks, you know, and this, uh, this could be potentially just like, so this could turn out bad and uh you know it sounds like he's gonna he's doing better and he's gonna be okay <laughs> but you know just stuff like that I don't know like the the the, the stress of it all eh, like just really kind of weighed on me and you know if you're gonna if you don't want any shows to happen I appreciate that but like you can't want some shows to happen and not and some shows not to happen. Like. I don't know. I watched some shows on IWTV, and you know, it looked like it was uh, fucking in a COVID factory. So, you know, like let's just let's just all kind of chill out and see what happens. But uh, I, don't know. It, I think I, I guess that's a long-winded way to say like
0: we're not going to do any shows. We're not going to be doing anything. Yeah. It's you see the point of um, you know the the stress factor of it all. Um, you know, I can I can tell you that. The collective sure was done well in terms of keeping people safe while they were there. Masks being worn, sanitizer everywhere. Obviously, from the standpoint of guys on the show, the ring was being uh, cleaned and wiped down constantly. Uh, People got checked, setting in all all sorts of precautions were taken. But uh, the stress comes in then. I think that what we've learned and realized is you know hey hey, look you can't control the stuff outside of it right so stacy and uh, you know you know a couple wrestlers obviously have have mentioned that they had had been positive coming out of the weekend but um stacy was at our show specifically it comes to all aiw shows you know you think about all right the fans have come to this and i I'll be honest, there's places we were, John, you and I were there for a few days and there were places that we went into in Indiana and I remember, you know, and, um, there were no rules. I mean, it, it seemed like it was, yeah, a madhouse. And so I think, you know, that becomes part of your perspective is like, all right, I know that I'm doing my job to keep people safe while they're at my show, right? but, but you can't, and I think everything what, else.
1: I think that's what we realized is like <laughs> you, we can create the cleanest most like the safest environment and anybody that says the collective was unsafe. That is just not true. I mean, yeah, everybody was taking the precautions and everybody, you know, we had hand sanitizer. We were sanitizing the ring and
0: temperature checks as
1: people come in. Yeah. Honestly, you know, like that is why we ended up going over time, which we'll get over. But the cleaning of everything we flew in, uh, in September, but we were not as efficient in October and <laughs> all of a sudden we're against the, we were really against the clock, which that's a story for another day. Yeah. But what, what I did realize is, you know, okay, maybe, maybe you could control it with, with 200 people, maybe, but even then you don't know. and, You know, you don't know who, you know, what gas station they went to or where they went to eat or there's just,
0: I don't know. Who's staying at the hotel that they're (laughs) staying at and you're all pushing an elevator button. Right. And what what
1: I did realize though, and I think a lot of people realize this if you are back to work and you're not working at home, is indie wrestling, and it sounds ridiculous, is taking a lot of more precautions than just a lot of workplaces because yeah you know if if like if you're at a job they just say like hey a person tested positive but they don't tell you unless you get that call from the contact tracing from the health department they don't tell you where you were or if you were at that same place or whatever you know what i mean so it's just mm-hmm. like at least there was a lot of transparency coming out of it. And a lot of people were, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm sick, you know, like people were doing their, they're being proactive about it, which you don't see in a lot of other workplaces or industries, or, you know, if, uh, the, the, the host at the Texas roadhouse, you know, they're not going to shut down the whole place. Right. Um, You know, like they're just gonna tell that person to go home, and like it's it's very strange. And you know, I've just from talking to people who have, you know, coming out of the collective. You know, obviously, you know, and if they learn they are exposed, (laughs) a lot of work, a lot of workplaces weren't like, yeah, you have to get a test to come back to work. Like a lot of people were like, "Uh," you know, it's just like it, kind of how it still was in March. Like, do you have any symptoms? No, okay. Go on, you know, like, don't get a test. Come to work. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're covering so many different crazy topics. But, like, you know, that's what happens when we don't do this for, I don't know, how long has it been? Three, four weeks? Yeah,
0: something like that. You know, but, and, and
1: that's and that's why I didn't want to do one because, like, we're waiting to see what happens with everything going on, you know? And then, like, we were going to podcast last week and your power went out. So, like. Yeah,
0: we had some some uh, crazy windstorms here in. Cleveland, Ohio it was great, but uh, cool. you know, like,
1: uh, I wanted to wait and see, like, how 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 was this going to turn out for everybody? You know, now I, I don't know we're a month removed from the collective. It seems like everybody is headed in the right direction as far as you know, recovering and um, testing negative on their follow up testing and stuff like that. So, you know, all in all, it I, I feel like it was a very good experience. Uh, I don't I I don't like the part of the story where, you know, like everyone jumps on everybody for running and, you know, just indicts us like we're criminals. And then nobody (laughs) says, oh, well, everybody, it it turned out okay for everybody, you know, like and um, I'm not uh, I'm not criticizing anybody that has an opinion on on the pandemic. What I'm just saying is, is like, hey. Okay. We, we, we took, we, we took our licks, you know, from everybody that was saying like, ha ha, I told you so when those positive tests and people were being transparent on the internet, you know, and it just was like giving people ammo to be like, haha, ha, you know, like just, you know, everybody was clout chasing, you know, everybody had to dunk in on it and, you know, a lot of wrestlers had the dunk on it and you know that weren't booked and promoters and all these different things were just everybody was so quick to jump to conclusions. And nobody is gonna be like, hey, did everybody recover? Oh, let's like like let's talk about that part too. Like that's not the sensational part of the story. And uh it you know, like I said, I was I was worried about Stacey Silvers. It seems as if he is fully recovered. You know, there weren't uh, <clears throat> there weren't too many other positive cases coming out of uh, the general Cleveland territory, mm-hmm. uh, but there were positive cases, and it seems like everybody handled it and you know was has recovered or is recovering, depending on how they shed the virus. But I don't know. It's just that whole thing just really bothered me just uh you know and it goes like the like the Tracy Smothers thing it's just like taking that you know just taking those shots from fans and it, you're not going to convince them of a different opinion anyway but you know i got to sit there and i got to read it and i got to you know try to figure out how to navigate through it and i don't know it just uh you know maybe they maybe the whole thing just beat me down but uh <laughs> It, it was enough for me to be like, hey, you know, let's just uh, let's just chill for the rest of the year. And you know, to be perfectly honest, it, it was more of the statistics in Ohio. But uh, I just knew yeah. that if we did Black Friday, which we were gonna do, um, it was just you know there were gonna be people that were going to never support AIW again, probably for making that choice and uh
0: you know i just figured it's not worth it right now well yeah and in in hindsight with the statistics uh in ohio having been climbing it's it's honestly it's the safer it's the safer route to go anyway so um it it, it, it all worked out but in terms of despite the fact that it didn't work out uh that's that's how it goes sometimes and uh you know to so that's to- why
1: you know like some people were questioning you know like i tweeted like the final chapter Um, you know, when the, the Thunder in Indianapolis DVD came out, uh, last week and it's just, Uh that's the, that's the final chapter for the year. Um, that's probably the final chapter for the Bishop and Justice story, you know, to be determined, obviously. But, uh, right now we got nothing, we got nothing on the books. So, uh, for now that is, that is going to be the last of AIW for the year, which Brings up the question, what the fuck is this podcast going to be about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're we're going to try to still be consistent with it Um because, you know, before it was like we were doing them and then we realized the pandemic was not going away. So then we stopped doing them thinking, you know, until we had a end in sight. It seemed like the end was in sight, um, you know, around August or so. And, you know, we, we, we got those two shows on the books and we started doing this again. And now it appears that, uh, the, uh, no end in sight, uh, theory is ramping back up again. So I still have a
0: lot of, we still have a lot of shows to recap that we've never done. So there is that, but
1: they will run out eventually. Right. So, you know, we'll try to stay consistent with this thing and hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if there's a vaccine coming or whatever's going to (laughs) happen, you know, <laughs> depending on what's what uh news channel you're gonna watch for the day everything's different so we will at least try to stay consistent uh we did get one another one with Fonzi when we were in Indianapolis so maybe i'll I'll throw that out there next week as long as uh you know nothing completely life-changing happens uh and then in the next couple days
0: yeah that's there you go there you have it folks um you know, to go uh, wrap this thing up, with all the way back to the beginnings. We talked about uh, Chandler Biggins and, and Tracy Smothers. Uh, you know, we miss them both dearly. And uh, I don't know what everybody believes in, but you'd like to think that uh, somewhere those two are just making each other laugh hysterically with uh, various stories hope. and things right now. Doritos, Dori- bags of Doritos. <laughs> uh that's gonna do it here for us uh for AIW owner John Thorne my name's Steve guy we will we'll talk to you at some point right back here on aiws the card is going to change
1: probably we'll, we'll probably be on next week there you go. I don't know give us uh give us some feedback tell us what you want us to podcast about you want us to review Monday Night Raw not doing that but you can give that sort of feedback <laughs> on what you want this podcast to be so tweet us. Uh, Discord us, Patreon message us, Facebook comment, whatever. Give us some feedback. We'll talk about it, potentially. There you go. There you have it.